0: Can this team clinch the division for the first time since 1993? It's a Friday. Locked on Lions. You are locked on Lions. Your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's good, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is a Friday edition of Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on a Friday, December 22nd into Saturday, December 23rd. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's our last show before Christmas. Actually, we will do the post game pod on Sunday. My bad, but regardless, hope everybody's having a great holiday season. Everybody's feeling good. Get ready for the holidays. Speaking of feeling good, shout out to our guy, Caribou Drew, Drew Nickel. who had a little of a Surgery today. So, uh, Drew is one of our best listeners. We hope you're feeling better, Drew. And thanks for being an everydayer here on Locked On Lions. You find us wherever you get your podcasts, of course, Apple, Google, Spotify. Also on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel, please subscribe. We have over 9,000 subscribers. So, uh, watch us for free. Check us out on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. The show today brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code, all lowercase, LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Follow us on Twitter or X at Dairy Speaks at Locked on Twitter and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. On the show today, we got to talk about it. History could be made on Sunday in Minnesota. A clinching opportunity for this football team. Can you believe this? Yes. Can you, the fans, can you believe this? win one game, one beat this Vikings team. That is very average on Sunday and our first division title in a home playoff game in 30 years. Incredible. Uh, also injury report, everything that's going on with the team. Um, a Josina Anderson tweet from the other day that I have to, uh, uh dis- dispute, which was ridiculous. We'll get into that. Um, three keys to a victory. I have those. and also. Yes, it appears the Lions finish with the three seed. The six seed could be the Rams. It's probably going to be the Rams and I am not having it. I, uh, I texted my buddy Damon Amendola today, the DA show with Babchick on, uh, um, Sirius XM's Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel 82. He's like, he's like, I'm, my producer's calling. You. It was this morning. I was driving was early at 6am and his <laughs> producer called me and we started talking, A little bit appreciated being on Damon and and Mike's show and um, talking about how I don't want to see the Rams. I don't. And last night, in case you saw the game or you missed the game, the Rams won. Stafford's playing really good football. So we'll get into that, all of that coming up today right here on Locked On Lines. First and foremost, like I said before, this is an exciting time. There's three games left, two games against Minnesota. All right, I hated how they did this at the end of the season, but. To the schedule maker's credit, first place meets second place twice in the next three weeks. Now, the Lions have a three-game cushion, a three-game lead, excuse me, with three to play. Vikings would have to sweep the Lions and beat the Packers. Lions, of course, would have to lose two to the Vikings and lose to Dallas next week for Minnesota to somehow win this division. But it's not happening, folks. Get ready. Get ready to celebrate. Get ready to go to Dick's or the Lions team shop or Meyer or wherever and get your Lions NFC North champions gear ready. My my guy, Scotty, a questionable tease. He'll, he'll I'm sure, make up some sort of division champ shirt. It's exciting. The Lions are going to do this. I truly believe they're going to win on Sunday. And for this fan base that has been so starved for a winner, that has been waiting that has had to sit through Brett Favre's lengthy career in Green Bay, owning the division. And and guys like Kirk Cousins, uh, Warren Moon with Minnesota, Randall Cunningham in the division, um, Aaron Rodgers for all of those years, right? Um, The Lions are the class of the NFC North. And this Sunday, they need to go into Minnesota, and they need to prove it, right? They need to take care of business, and I think they're going to do it. I truly believe this is the best team in the division. They've been the best team all year. They've had their ups and downs. They've had some hiccups. They stubbed their toe in Baltimore. They looked horrible in Chicago um, and all of that. But in the end here, cream always rises to the top. This is the best team. Are the Lions the best team in the NFC? No. The Lions a Super Bowl contender. I don't know. I'm not ready to say that. I doubt it. All right, I think San Francisco's better. I still think Philly's better. I still think Dallas could be better. But this group has given this fan base so much joy and has brought it. There's likable players on this team. There's fun guys on this team. You know, Amon Ross St. Brown is easy to root for. You know, Jared Goff taking over for Stafford, exercising some demons. Um, you know, Aiden Hutchinson is so popular some guys like Ragnow and Decker and even Tracy Walker guys that have been here for a while to to have to see them celebrate to see them achieve something like a division championship to put to put a banner up or at least the year up on that banner or you know NFC North 2000 uh, uh, an NFC North banner, excuse me be a new banner because all there is is NFC Central NFC North 2023 is kick ass and for people to try to poo poo it or to say, well, the division's weak or anything else, no. This is exciting. It's Sunday in Minnesota on Fox, on 97.1, wherever you're watching or listening. It, you got to be giddy and excited about what's ahead and the opportunity that's ahead for this football team to win something. You know, how many times we used to say, well, Matt Stafford never won anything, didn't he win a division anytime? Uh, Fab Five never won the Big Ten. Blah, 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 right? time, the Tigers won the division. Right? Pistons, forget it. Lost 25 straight games. Uh, Red Wing, you know, all these things. It's the Lions that are closing in on something special. And I still say winning the division is something special in the context of Lions history. All right? I get it. If you're a Patriots fan, winning the AFC East means nothing. If you're a Yankees fan winning the AL East, what does that mean? Houston Astros, uh, uh, um, Miami Heat, uh, Lakers, whatever. Winning the division means nothing to those organizations. To the Lions, this means something. And I hope you, the fans, embrace it, enjoy it. And if it happens this Sunday, I hope you get excited. And if your friends who are fans of other teams try to diss you, screw them. This is pretty cool. And it starts at the top with Sheila Hamp, who's done a fantastic job as owner, identifying good people to bring in. All right, the Chris Spielmans of the world. Yes, I'll even say it. Rod Wood. Okay, everybody at the top. Disner. Disney World, um, and then Brad and, and 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 Dan. Dan, it's awesome. And and they've got the right quarterback. They've got the right coach. We saw this last night. Thursday Night Football. Why did the Rams beat the Saints last night? Because the Rams have Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford, and the Saints have Dennis Allen and Derek Carr. That's it, right? Miami, people are like, well, they haven't beaten anybody good. The Dolphins, is their defense going to be good enough? Mike McDaniel, Tua, right? Uh, uh, Sirianni, Jalen Hurts. Mike McCarthy, might laugh at him, sometimes make some jokes. Guy okay. won a Super Bowl. He's got Dak Prescott playing at a high level right now. Kyle Shanahan, Brock Purdy. Dan Campbell, Jared Goff. You got to have a coach, you got to have a quarterback. And that's why I believe this Sunday, while I like Kevin O'Connell as a Vikings coach, quarterback he's has right now in Nick Mullins, throws a lot of balls into traffic. He should have been picked off three times this past Saturday, not twice. That one touchdown pass he threw, it was a terrible throw. It should have been picked. Got bailed out. So this is very exciting. Uh, I'm going to get you a quick injury update. Um, we will do that coming up next. We got to talk about three keys. Got to talk about Josina Anderson and her ridiculousness. All of that right here on Locked On Lines. All right, Matt Derry here to tell you about our friends at DoorDash. I don't have my bag with me because I'm uh, out of town for the next day and a half. But hey. I order from DoorDash all of the time. Some of the great places that you don't want to hike to and don't want to schlep to, to get food, to get carry out, to bring it home, just have DoorDash do it, all right? Last night, Thursday night football. Did the game go to a timeout? Order in with DoorDash. Tomorrow night, you're going to be watching the Pistons play the Nets, possible history in the making, all right? Halftime, you want to order in some food? It's time for DoorDash. Whenever the game clock stops, Time to order in with our friends at DoorDash, whether it's pizza, wings, soda, burgers, or just even buns on DoorDash. They got it all. You don't have to miss a thing. For me, I've talked about it. I get that honey special with the fries well done from National Coney Island DoorDash right to my door. It is fantastic. All of your favorite restaurants and stores, from retail, to grocery, are on the apps, you can shop everything you need to get game day ready. Here's what you do. Get 50% off. Up to a ten dollar value when you spend fifteen dollars more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED twenty three, subject to change. Terms apply. It's our friends at DoorDash. Friday edition, locked on Lions, locked on Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. We'll have a Sunday evening Christmas Eve edition of the Post Game Pod. Uh, I got I got family stuff at like 4 4 30 toward the end of the game. When I come home, we'll bang out that uh, post-game pod and get you my thoughts. Hopefully talking about a Lions victory uh Sunday in Minnesota against the Vikings. A quick injury update on what's going on for Sunday. Jerry Jacobs, cornerback out. He hasn't practiced all week with a hamstring. Backup tight end, Brock Tober Brock Party. Brock Wright, injured hip, ruled out for Sunday's game against the Vikings. Uh, Also still out, uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, not ready to come back yet, and fullback Jason Cabinda. Uh, Derek Barnes, doubtful for the game. He's got a shoulder injury, uh, hurt it against the Broncos, came back and played in the game the other day, but uh, likely not going to play this Sunday, so that means more. Uh, Rodrigo uh, sprinkled in with Jack Campbell and uh, uh, uh Alex Anzalone, Gaines Media Poster Boy, on Sunday. Uh, Levi Onzerike, Frank Ragnow, Panay Sewell, all been practicing this week despite some minor injuries. Those guys are all good to go, not even on the injury report. Best cornerback the Vikings have had this year is Byron Murphy. Hamstring injury, out, will not play Sunday for Kevin O'Connell's bowl club. Also, Jalen Naylor, the pride of Michigan State, speedy wide receiver and return man has a concussion he's out questionable for sunday for the vikes brian o'neill the right tackle alexander madison their are starting running back their best interior defensive tackle harrison phillips um all of those guys are questionable daniel hunter had an illness all week but he was back at practice today and it appears that uh, he will play sunday for the vikings but it'll be interesting to see what happens with o'neill their right tackle, and with Harrison Phillips, two very key guys up front for Minnesota. Minnesota is in every game. This is just like last year. Every game's a close game for two years. This year, they haven't been able to finish like they did a year ago. And obviously, some of that is quarterback play and not having Kirk Cousins for the last few weeks. It's been Josh Dobbs, well, Jaron Hall, then Josh Dobbs, and now Nick Mullins. And this Vikings defense, while Brian Flores has done a fantastic job, as their D coordinator and he's actually a 2 0 against Jared Goff when Flores has been a D coordinator against Goff. Um but regardless of all of that, um the Vikings just don't have the talent on defense that they've had in the past. You know, guys like Eric Kendricks gone. Um uh the edge rushers, the Smith brothers, uh, ZaDarius and Preston Smith gone. They don't have those guys that they used to have um, uh, Dalvin Tomlinson in Cleveland now. So they've done a good job. They've stayed in every game. You know, Hawkinson's good. We know about Justin Jefferson last year. He had one game that he was terrible against the Lions. The next he had a career high against the Lions. Um, but I still think Detroit's a better football team. I really do. Uh, real fast. I want to get to this. We'll we'll get to the three keys as well. I want to talk about the Rams. Uh, a report came out two days ago. Um. Josina Anderson, or maybe it was yesterday. It was Thursday. Josina Anderson, NFL insider. I don't know who she works for anymore. She used to work for ESPN, but not anymore. Uh, Josina Anderson had a a report out that um, Ben Johnson is tell, and his representatives are telling owners, okay, that Ben Johnson is asking for at least fifteen million dollars a year to be an NFL head coach. Uh, other agents have tweeted out and quote tweeted Josina Anderson saying this is completely false. There is no validity to this. I checked with some people that I know this is a joke. All right. Ben Johnson is going to pick and choose who he wants to interview with and where he wants to go. Is he demanding Bill Belichick and Sean McVay money? No, he's not. No, he's not. From the people that I've talked to, this is 1000% false. Right. Ben Johnson doesn't have to go back home to North Carolina. If he doesn't want to work for David Tepper, he doesn't have to. But Ben Johnson is not, I repeat, not Lions offensive coordinator. He is not going to hold David Tepper's feet over the fire and demand $15 million to be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I think Ben Johnson knows even if they offered him $25 million a year, he wouldn't do it. Because that is an absolute dumpster fire of an operation down there in Charlotte, North Carolina. So many people have already refuted this report. Look, Ben's done a fantastic job as Lions OC. I think he's going to get a head coaching job this offseason. I think there's going to be some openings here, like the Chargers job certainly is already open. Maybe Belichick goes there. Maybe the Jim Harbaugh. Rumors are true. I don't know. Patriots could open if Belichick moves. You know, there, there could Atlanta could be an issue with Arthur Smith. Chicago with Ibra Flus, If if they you know, slide down uh, uh, the wrong track here the last three weeks. There's going to be plenty. Tampa Bay, there's going to be plenty uh, of possible job openings. What if Buffalo and Sean McDermott choke again in the first round? There's a lot of possible. Jets, people are talking about Salah being in trouble. Uh, Raiders need a head coach. So Ben Johnson will have his pick. But will he be demanding $15 million a year like Josina Anderson said in her report? No, not, No way. It's false. But for a guy like Ben Johnson, it just gets his name in the news. It gets his name out there. Um, Again, people are well aware of what he does and what he's done for this team and for this offense and how well he works with Jared Goff. And it's a testament to him because he's had a fantastic run here the last two years as offensive coordinator. And this would be probably his best test this week. It's not the best defense. But as far as matchups, like we said yesterday with Luke Braun, host of Lockdown Vikings, the best matchup of the week on Sunday is Ben Johnson versus Brian Flores. What will Flores do in terms of defensive schemes? Will he go crazy blitz like he's done some weeks? Will he show exotic different looks, blitz packages, other things, then back those off? You never know what you're going to get with Brian Flores. He's done a masterful job. It's been a master class for all you uh, Drew and Mike podcast people Um, in terms of what Flores has done with this Vikings defense, a young defense, a young secondary. They've had injuries. They've had defections. They've had guys leave. Like I mentioned, Kendricks and others, really, they've only brought back two veterans from the defense last year and Harrison Smith and Daniil Hunter yet they've done a really good job this year. Ben Johnson versus Brian Flores is going to be fun to watch on Sunday, but He's not holding people's feet under the fire for $15 million uh, a year. I can tell you right now, uh, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. All right, coming up next, I want to talk to uh, everybody about our three keys. We will do that. Got to do that. Are the Lions going to win this football game on Sunday? And also, the Rams have been unbelievable. All of that coming up right here on Locked on Lions. What about our friends at Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Football and Daily Fantasy Sports? That is so much fun and it's the most easy and the most exciting way to play and to win money. Here's what you do: you pick more than or less than projections on two to six players on their stat projections, and you watch the winnings roll in. And the beauty of Prize Picks is even if you don't like, uh, even if there's no NFL going on. You can play NBA as well. Basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections with football and basketball from their specials league. All right? Last night, Stafford or, or Kyron Williams, more than or less than 80 yards. If you go more than, and then you had some stats for, let's say, uh, points scored by Kelly Olynyk, 15, and of course, Olynyk lit up the Pistons, you would have taken $10 and turned it into $250. Prize picks even offers that reboot policy, so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured, all of that and more at Prize Picks. It's a really simple way to play. You make your picks. You submit your entries in less than sixty seconds. Go to PrizePicks.com/slash/lockedonNFL. That's PrizePicks.com/slash/lockedonNFL. Use the code NFL for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Oh man, I love Fridays because we're getting ready for the weekend. We're getting ready for Lions and Vikings this coming Sunday. Welcome back into the program. Um, all right, a couple of things. Keys to victory. How are the Lions going to beat the Vikings on Sunday? First and foremost, they've got to have a healthy Frank Ragnow for four quarters. Frank Ragnow has to play the whole game. Seriously, the way the Vikings come at you, the way they blitz, the way they bring guys, drop guys, and confuse you. The quarterback of this team is Jared Goff. We know that. But The quarterback of that offensive line, the guy that's pointing things out, 58's over here, 54's over here, 99's here, 23's over here. Frank Ragnow is so important to this team and to how they block up front that he's had a lot of injuries, the meniscus, the toe, the knee, everything. They, they need him on the field at all times. Keeping Frank Ragnow healthy is going to be a key to winning this football game. Key number two, secondary versus the depth that the Vikings have at wide receiver and tight end. Jordan Addison could be in 1,000 yards soon. T.J. Hawkinson, former Lion, as our buddy Mike Sullivan used to call him, Big Hawk. Um, Justin Jefferson. This can't be one of these games where Nick Mullins gets time to throw and just picks apart a Lion secondary that right now is without Jerry Jacobs Without Chauncey Gardner Johnson, without, of course, Emmanuel Mosley, it's Slim Pickens back there after Cam Sutton. I love what Iffy Melafon was doing right now. We love Kirby Joseph, but Lions at cornerback is a little bit thin right now. What will this mean going up against Addison, Hawkinson, Jefferson? All right, guys that can really, uh, uh, you know, really run and really get open. Key for the Lions is. They've got to keep those guys in check. Justin Jefferson goes off for 100 yards, but it's not 12 catches for 180, and it's six for 100, eight for 100. Keeping them out of the end zone, that's going to be a key for the Lions to get this victory um, on Sunday as well. Final thing um, in terms of a key for for this game um, for Detroit is, is pretty simple, the turnovers. The Minnesota Vikings, when they lose a turnover battle, I believe are I think that uh, um, Luke Braun said it yesterday one and six, one and seven, something like that. And and uh, a one and six when they lose a turnover battle, six and oh, when they win the turnover battle. So Jared Goff throwing the ball to the other team. Vikings apparently going to be wearing all white in this game. Um, turnovers take care of the ball. Minnesota likes to punch it out, all right? Just like um, uh, Denver did last week. Broncos were trying to punch the ball out. They were number one in takeaways. Lions didn't make that happen. Lions took great care of the football. Don't turn it over and give Minnesota short fields uh, in a game like this. So those are some keys to victory. All right, I want to wrap up with this. and I I mentioned it before. I was on with uh, uh, the guys from Mad Dog Sports Radio this morning on the uh, DA show with with Babchik talking about Matthew Stafford. Folks, I don't know if you watched last night, the 30 22 win for the Rams over the Saints. Stafford and the Rams look the part right now. They are coming together. Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams, an improved offensive line, which at the start of the year and all of last year was horrible. Stafford's getting time to throw, and he looks like the Matthew Stafford from 2021. What does that mean? We know what it means. The Lions finish with a three seed, and the Rams are the six. Lions are going to host the Rams. The Lions finish with the two and the Rams are the seven. Lions are going to play the Rams in the first week of the playoffs. I'll say it again. Am I scared of LA? No. Do I think the Lions can beat the Rams? Yes. But do I want a full week, the full week of prep and talk about a Lions home playoff game being derailed by Kelly Stafford, Matthew Stafford? Players being asked, oh, Matthew's coming back. Sean McVay, Jared Goff. Hey, Jared, what's it going to be like to see Sean? Hey, Sean, still mad at Jared? You know, all that's crap. I don't want it. I'd rather play the Vikings. Heck, I'd rather play the Seahawks. And I know Geno Smith has the Lions number. rather play the Packers. I don't want to hear about Stafford and the Rams for the entire week. Remember when uh, Detroit fans bought Detroit Rams t-shirts from our friends at the D-line? Ugh. Makes me want to gag. But Rams are dangerous right now. If you watched them last night, they are really humming. They're clicking. And they look good. And you don't think Stafford wouldn't have come back? doesn't want to come back to Ford Field and and crash the party? And it would be a party. First home playoff game in 30 years. And here comes number nine. I want no part of it. I might sound soft. I might sound like a wuss. Don't care. I just don't want a part of it. I want to celebrate the fact that we're hosting this, that we're doing this. And you know they're going to put that game on Monday night (laughs) if that happens, Lions and Rams. All right, good luck to all the fans on Sunday. Hopefully we're celebrating Christmas Eve with a division championship right here. It's been a great week of Lockdown Lions. We are back next week as well on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We'll see you after the game on Sunday.